I'm Pastor Daniel Morris, and you're listening to Sharing the Bread of Life, a podcast by St. Timothy's Lutheran Church in Skokie, Illinois. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular subscriber, I pray that Christ feeds you from the stories and testimony you'll hear today. We do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. May the Lord fill you with every good thing, and may you have enough left over to share. The reading today is from Genesis. The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oaks of Mamre as he sat at the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day. He looked up and saw three men standing near him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent entrance to meet them and bowed down to the ground. He said, My Lord, if I find favor with you, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. Let me bring a little bread that you may refresh yourselves. And after that, you may pass on since you have come to your servant. So they said, do as you have said. And Abraham Abraham hastened into the tent to Sarah and said, make ready quickly three measures of choice flour, knead it and make cakes. Abraham ran to the herd, took a calf, tender and good, and gave it to the servant, who hastened to prepare it. Then he took curds and milk and the calf that he had prepared and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree while they ate. They said to him, Where is your wife, Sarah? And he said, There, in the tent. Then one said, I will surely return to you in due season, and your wife Sarah shall have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent entrance behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in age. It had ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. So Sarah laughed to herself, saying, After I have grown old and my husband is old, shall I have pleasure? The Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Shall I indeed bear a child now that I'm old? Is anything too wonderful for the Lord? At the set time I will return to you in due season, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. He said, Oh yes, you did laugh. The Lord dealt with Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to his son, whom Sarah bore him. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born. Now Sarah said, God has brought laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. And she said, Who would have ever said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. We do not live by bread alone. But by every word that comes from the mouth. 
As I mentioned, uh, we're in the narrative lectionary. This is the second week of the narrative lectionary. So uh, each Sunday is another part of the story, kind of like in a TV series. So if you missed last Sunday, I encourage you to check it out uh, on the sermon podcast, Sharing the Bread of Life. It's available on all of the main streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music. You can also access it through our website uh, under the worship tab. Genesis is a book of origin stories. And we not only find the origin stories of creation and of the nations of the earth, we find origin stories about God's chosen people. Author Nathaniel Philbrick once suggested that origin stories are important because they help us make sense of ourselves and of our world. Last week, we heard a story about how God created humanity to care for God's creation. This week, we heard a story about how God chose an unlikely couple to spawn a great nation, which would bless all the families of earth. I say that God chose an unlikely couple because Sarah and Abraham were deep into retirement when God promised them a child. If Sarah was alive today, she would have been born into the stock market crash that started the Great Depression. If Abraham was alive today, he would have been born into the era of speakeasies and women's suffrage. It's almost laughable to think that a couple at their time of life could even consider bringing a child into the world. In fact, the idea seemed so ridiculous to Sarah that she did laugh. It appears that the three strangers heard her snorts from the tent as they ate the meal she prepared. The Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Shall I indeed bear a child now that I am old? Is anything too wonderful for the Lord? Sarah was afraid, and perhaps a little mortified at being found out. She flat out denied her laughter. I did not laugh. You can almost hear a hint of amusement in the Lord's response. Oh yes, you did laugh. It would not be the last time either. Sarah would laugh once more when the fulfillment of God's promise lay swaddled in her arms the very next spring. I'm encouraged that the origin story of God's chosen people includes disbelieving laughter. At times, God's promises seem too grand or too good to believe. We hear the good news that God forgives all our sins on account of Christ. Meanwhile, we secretly hope that our lives have been good enough to get us into heaven. We hear the words that Christ is present in communion, forgiving our sins and sharing eternal life with us. Meanwhile, we secretly stifle the voice of doubt which asks for concrete data and measurable proof. We hear the promise that baptized into Christ, we are a new creation. Meanwhile, we live by the laws and the customs of the old creation, 
because it would be impractical to do otherwise. God's promises often fly in the face of lived experience, or what in Sarah's case amounted to everything that she learned in 90 years of living. We wouldn't have a prayer if individual merits or personal faith and practicality were the only things that mattered in life. People of faith are always complex people, living, complicated realities. Their lived experiences often seem to contradict the very things that they hope for. Sarah's laughter might very well be our own when we consider the timelessness of human weakness. Our muffled snorts might give us away as we consider how deeply we're committed to the version of the truth that we've always known. Life experience teaches us that forgiveness has limits, that reality is subjective, and that the new creation looks a lot like the old. Any promise to the contrary seems ridiculous, as ridiculous as the thought of a 90-year-old woman and her 99-year-old husband begetting a son. Sarah's disbelieving laughter acknowledges our limitations and our disappointments. At the same time, her laughter makes it clear that only God can fulfill God's promises. After questioning Sarah's laughter, the Lord said to Abraham, At the set time I will return to you in due season, and Sarah will have a son. While they waited, God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. The nations of Moab and Ammon originated through incest and sexual assault. Abraham even prostituted Sarah out for safe passage through foreign land. The Lord did not let anyone touch Sarah, and at the appointed time she gave birth to a son just as God promised. God's faithfulness transformed Sarah's laughter of disbelief into laughter of joy. She said, God has brought laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. Sarah's disbelieving laughter sets us up for the true power of this origin story. The faithfulness of God. God's chosen people originated from God's faithfulness to Abraham and by no other means. Despite all challenges, despite all odds, despite Sarah's and Abraham's disturbing lack of faith, God accomplished what God promised to do. Abraham acknowledged God's faithfulness by marking his son with the sign of the covenant, a circumcision, recalling God's promise that a great nation would come from him. He named the boy Isaac, meaning laughter. Isaac, child of the ridiculous. Isaac, child of God's faithfulness. Isaac, 
Father of Israel. To this day, the descendants of Israel are a living reminder of God's faithfulness. They are children of God's promise, the delight of Abraham and the joy of Sarah. Through them, God's blessing has come to every family on earth in our Lord Jesus. Like Isaac, Jesus was born of God's promise to an unlikely couple. He was the firstborn of a new of the new creation, a second Adam, to save Adama and her children from destruction. In time, he received the reward God promised to the righteous at the resurrection of the dead. He makes these gifts available to you and to me now, and he shares his righteousness with us in our weakness. If the laughter, if laughter and disbelief should happen to escape our lips, let us remember what God did for Sarah and Abraham, what is now many generations ago. Then let us reconsider our own situation. Or when we do, perhaps we too will discover that nothing is too wonderful for the Lord. Perhaps we'll be moved to reaffirm our baptism remembering God's faithfulness to us. Perhaps we'll be inspired to reimagine our lives so that others may enjoy the fruit of God's blessing. Perhaps we'll even laugh with Pentecost joy at the ridiculousness of everything that has happened. We have been reborn through God's breath of life, the Holy Spirit. Our lives become our response to this laughable, incredible gift. Origin stories are important because they help us make sense of our lives and the world. The story of Isaac's birth is an especially important origin story because it locates the origin of God's people in God's faithfulness. It tells us who God is. It tells us how God handles human complexity and disappointment. It even tells us what we can expect from God going forward. No matter how hopeless things seem, no matter how long we have to wait for fulfillment of the promise, we know God is faithful. We know that nothing is too wonderful for the Lord. As we share Christ's gifts, let us remember the goodness of all that is to come. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Sharing the Bread of Life. For more information on the mission and ministries of St. Timothy's Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.sttimothyskokie.org or like us on Facebook. Check back next week for a new episode. The blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and always.